0: Hello, everybody.
1: Hello, everybody.
0: Okay, what you didn't hear before uh, was us arguing about who would start this stupid thing. But that's irrelevant. That's just why we're laughing. But thank you for joining us for the first of what I hope will be many really, really stupid and uninteresting podcasts. We've chosen to call regrettably Stopper. My mom will podcast. My name is Ben. You might have heard my other podcast, The Dirty Sons of Pitches. This might be posted on the same site or maybe a different site. Not sure yet. And with me. I will say, as always, the person who inspired the podcast...
1: Andrea, Ben's mom.
0: See, let's not even do okay. that. Right off the bat, we're ruined. the show is ruined. Because okay, you, you want
1: to go back and start? No, no, no,
0: no. we keep going. That's, you know, it's always beyond, always always vamp. Well, uh, I so,
1: am your mother. I did give birth.
0: Well, no, but Please. I just, I don't want this show, like we, talk, we talked about it, I don't want this show to be, like, you're defined by that one moment where you okay, inexplicably allowed my dad <laughs> to have sex with you a second time. <laughs> <laughs> you know, there, there is more to you. You're a complete human being. <laughs> well, let's... in in
1: my defense, I was very high and drunk.
0: <laughs> well, that definitely excuses it. Okay, but so let's talk before we even go get into things. Let's talk about why. We wanted to start this podcast. Well, more importantly, why you wanted to start this podcast?
1: I've always wanted to do a podcast. Well, in the last few years, I've studied the Kennedy assassination for, since I was thirteen years old, daily, pretty much. And I want—I've uh, recently started a database online that is going to have two thousand, over two thousand pages, basically with every bit of minutia that's connected to any of the political assassinations of the 60s in that webpage. And it's going to be on Blogger and Facebook and all of the social media sites. The podcasting part of it, I wanted to do so that I could sort of save typing time. I figured I could update vocally everything that I do to the pages and then sort of up to update that, you know, via Facebook or whatever, and then link to the things that I want the people to go see. So... The- you want a podcast
0: to save typing time? Is that why I'm here?
1: Exactly. <laughs> <Because> <laughs>
0: what? <laughs> I thought it was going to be like I'm. There's just all this shit I want to talk about, and and I'm just so excited. That, what? <laughs> it's, it's, is that was
1: pretty much because I'm fucking
0: lazy. <laughs> okay, then I guess I I guess I'm just a mouthpiece for to to start the show, and then you could just all right. Well, <laughs> well, because I have a format that has nothing to do with any of that. True. So. Let's just start And going I'm just with going that. to
1: manipulate your format to my ends. Okay,
0: well, well, then let's start. The first thing we agreed upon, and I, I didn't title it this. In fact, I had a different title that was much less horrible. We're calling it, What's Up Mom's Ass This Week? So, Mom, what is up your ass this week?
1: Well, considering that quite often, pretty much every day, there's lots of things up my ass.
0: Very anal person, my yes. mother.
1: This week, as with recent weeks, it has been the Jodi Arias Trowel.
0: Okay, anything specifically? Do I do to yes,
1: specifically, specifically? Just
0: the fact that this fucking thing exists?
1: <laughs> well, pretty much, yeah. The reason it's... I hadn't heard of her until we purchased a Roku for my bedroom. And I've been watching, basically I don't have TV in my bedroom, so the Roku gives me 700 channels, of sort of like YouTube-type channels. Yeah,
0: people know what a it Roku is. It's basically, you can get Netflix on it, you can get a, you can get a bunch of shit on it. You can no, get a some people shit, don't. Out.
1: I mean, I've talked to people that have no idea what a Roku is.
0: Well, those people are cavemen. They're well, dying off. They're, they're, they're irrelevant <laughs> in the internet age. They, well, they're the proverbial last uh, uh, horse-drawn carriage salesman in the age of the automobile. They, they don't matter.
1: Well, see, I've always liked to watch 48 Hours in true crime, because along with the the Kennedy assassination when I was young, I grew up reading and studying true crime. Any serial killer, or whatever, that interested me.
0: Yes. Um, yes, you'll be hearing a lot of Manson on this podcast, yes, yes, no doubt.
1: quite a bit of Manson. Every seri- every true crime case I've studied. So I watched, you know, 48 Hours, all those types of shows. And the Roku had a channel on there called Nowhere Man, and I, fi- I was watching back episodes of... 48 hours and one last month was covering it's called picture perfect and it was covering the Jodi arias case and as i said this happened in night in 2008 i think she killed him she for anybody oh, so this not is know, not even a current thing it, it's just coming to trial now.
0: Oh, so it is like yes. people are other people are obsessed with it as much as you because I, I haven't heard about it because I don't pay attention uh, to that crap. Well,
1: no, the reason it, because well, um, HLN is covering it gavel to gavel. So it's like um, it is
0: like this age is Casey Anthony like this it, this yes, month
1: yes this month's Casey Anthony okay. yes and and well the connection between her and Casey Anthony is the li- is the lies she bald faced lied. She uh well first off in in two thousand eight, what
0: she did Well last time I checked Casey Anthony was found innocent, so she was she didn't lie.
1: No, she acknowledged that she lied on the stand. I mean that was just because she was <laughs> innocent doesn't mean that she didn't lie.
0: See that's that's part one of my long podcast plan to to see if I can get your head to just gradually explode. But go on.
1: <laughs> okay. Well, if, if it hasn't happened by now, it ain't going to happen. Anyway, what what this woman did is she was dating this, he, Travis was a Mormon, and she's portraying it like that, that she was his dirty little secret and everything, and nobody knew that they were sleeping together, but his friends knew, other people knew. Basically, they broke up. She moved miles away. She drove thousands of miles to him, hundreds of miles to him, and had sex with him, photographed the sex with him, Prior to that, by the way, she had phone sex with him and recorded it without his knowledge. Well, that just Um, sounds
0: like Mormon stuff. Yeah. Like, they wear magic underpants, they hate gay (laughs) people, and they record themselves having sex. Yeah. Isn't that just part of their religion?
1: Well, the whole thing about, you know, Travis wanted to stop this, and he was seeing his bishop, or whatever they call him, because... He was feeling bad about it because he was reaching the age in his thirties where he needs to be, needed to be married. Well, because he and, he
0: wouldn't get his own planet then. Yeah, no.
1: well he and he knew that she wasn't marriage. He didn't feel she was marriageable material. Yeah. Does that stop Mormons before? Does that? <laughs> I don't know. She was obsessive compulsive. She was totally obsessed with this 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 man. After they broke up, she still continued to drive back and have sex with him, and she followed him around on dates, she slashed his tires, she stalked him, and she uh, spied on him in his house. Okay, long story
0: he- short, she murdered this man at some point. And absolutely. she,
1: wait a minute, she crawled through his fucking doggy door.
0: Okay, but she she's not on trial MySpace. for she any of that shit, Facebook. right? Okay. They're not holding her accountable for that. They're holding her accountable for the death, presumably.
1: Well, yeah, but okay. now she's, okay, now she's claiming that uh, he was a pedophile and wanted her to, uh, caught him masturbating to pictures of little boys. All of that is not, there's no evidence of that whatsoever. His computer was combed over. None of that. She's just, what she did is she... Went there. She had sex with him. She took photographs of him. In yes, the yes, shower, yes,
0: reader. Come on, keep stabbed going. Stabbed
1: him twenty-nine <sighs> times. Most of the stab wounds were in the back of the head, the neck, and the back. Then well, that she. Sounds like then she. To me. Then she slit his throat down to the bone, nearly decapitating him. Then she shot him in the head for good measure. Okay, she's claiming she shot him first in self-defense. Okay, when he but to be fair, to her.
0: you find a dude, and you know you know him to be a pedophile, let's take your, your story at face value, would you not stab him a bunch of times and slit his throat and then whatever the last thing you said. Okay,
1: possibly, sure. Right, does, does a pedophile deserve to be stabbed 29 times? Sure, but... Here's the point. She's claiming on the stand that he walked in and he was jerking off to pictures of little boys. Yeah. And she he wanted her to wear Spider-Man underwear. But then after that fact, she had repeatedly had sex with him. After the fact was this sexual phone call where she's talking about all of this and leading him on. And enjoy saying, oh, that sounds so degrading. I like it. See, that,
0: uh, that, that automatically puts me against her because, like... I wear Spider Man underwear, and I'm not a pedophile. That's just—I thought that was just normal.
1: What you can see t- totally from—if you follow the case, and if you follow like her, pol- the police interrogation tapes have just been released in completion. But the jury's not going to see all of those. You see her, well, what she did, and then when she was when she was she left him, and he wasn't found for like five days, and finally his roommates found him, and they said, "Look at Jody. You got you know you got to talk to this girl." So. During police investigation, interrogation, she denied, denied, denied. She denied she was even there. Then they, the police said, "We have photographs of you there. We have photographs of you on his bed. They're time stamped. We can see when you were taking the pictures of him in the shower. We can see and your Spider Man underwear. We can see you taking pictures of the shower. Then you, we can see uh, him bloody. We see, and that happened in sixty two fucking seconds. Okay. So then she. Wait, how did still, they get those photos? She put the camera." But she doesn't remember this, but she put the camera in the washing machine. She, she drug him back to the shower to wash his, the DNA off of oh. him. He was found in, all crumpled up in the shower, okay? Okay,
0: my, my, my ultimate question with all of this is, where does Nancy Grace stand on it? Because that's what informs my decision.
1: Oh, well, Nancy Grace, naturally, she's. I think she's doing a disservice to the case just because
0: because well, I always have to root for whoever she's for, whatever she's rooting really against. Whatever outcome oh, well, she doesn't she, want. Oh, well,
1: she's very anti but...
0: I want, because fuck that bitch.
1: Okay, so you want Jody to be, you know, founded. Yes,
0: just so that it goes up Nancy Grace's ass, and then on her podcast you go, Well, you know what's up on my ass? It's the Jody area got free. That's what I want. Okay. Wow. I assume you are hoping that she gets that she gets convicted.
1: You know, convicted as, as far as the death penalty, murdered you essentially. Know, you you yes, wanted to be
0: mowed the, down, the, and the
1: prosecutor's going for the death penalty, and she had wanted plea bargain, but the, the prosecutor would not take it. But anyway, when not only did she deny she was there in the initial police, in these the police interrogation lasted two days, okay, and she was given hours and hours to to fess up to this. Finally, after she denied being there. And and they said we have pictures of you. Then she said, "Oh well, it wasn't me. Two people, two black people, clad two people. black guys. No, not black guys. Oh, they... No, they were dressed in black.
0: Oh, so that's they're...
1: why Nancy the mysterious Grace is black
0: calling... guy who just came into my no, house.
1: Nancy Grace is calling them black the black ninjas because she says they were all dressed in black. Oh, one was woman, one was a woman, one was a man. Um... That just makes
0: me want it to actually be black ninjas. That...
1: No, wait, no, listen to her fucking story, right? She these people broke in." She was taking pictures of him in the shower, okay? That's what the sexy pictures are, okay? And then all of a sudden there's a buzzing. She's hit over the head or something. She doesn't remember, blacking out. She doesn't think she was out long. And when she tells all these stories, by the way, they're long and convoluted and fucking detailed out the Sort, of like, ass. sort
0: of like your explanation of the case?
1: Pretty much, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but. Then she says that woke up and he was already bleeding, and he was saying, Get help, get help. And she's like, I'm not going to leave you. The guy. Help me from the black ninjas. The girl has a knife. She doesn't know why they're there. And the guy has a, a gun. The guy puts the gun to her head, pulls the trigger, but nothing miraculously happens.
0: She oh, that gets happens away. Is all the time.
1: She gets away and she runs. And she grabs her purse and she gets in her car and she just drives off. She doesn't call help. She doesn't do nothing. So that was her her, her first story. Oh, um, do
0: we got to? Are we going to talk about all the stories? Because it sounds like she's got plenty of them. And we only it, got so much time. That's,
1: that's the story that she took on forty eight hours in two thousand eight uh-huh. for a year. She was telling that story. And uh, when you compare all her stories to the police interrogations, you can totally see where she's coming up with these stories. That she's always saying. Can I see the pictures, please? She's trying to find out, what evidence do you have so I can match my shit? You know, she's an obviously pathological liar. You can see it. And the other thing she's doing in between these, every time she's in interrogation, she's crying, she's, you know, totally manipulating the conversation. And then the, the policeman leaves, and she's, like, doing headstands and going through the trash and singing Dido songs and talking to herself and acting crazy. I mean, it's just, bottom line, later on, after all the evidence comes out and it's, you know... It's, okay, it's, by it's the publicized. way, I strongly
0: suspect this won't be the bottom line. This is just another segment <laughs> I, I, of it.
1: By the time she goes to the court case, which is now 2013, years later, his family's dealt with all of this. Now, his family has to sit in court, one, at their own expense, sit in court and listen to that it was self-defense. He body slammed her... She but ran off, she shot him in the head first, and then when she they gets to the court. stabbing part, when she gets to the stabbing part, she conveniently has fucking disassociative amnesia, doesn't remember any of it, but she remembers leaving the house and driving, or well, she remembers waking up driving and getting rid of the fucking weapons, but she doesn't remember where she got rid of the weapons. Okay, okay, okay,
0: I think we got the point My of, problem of that my... you think this lady okay. is a bad lady.
1: She's a fucking cunt, okay, <laughs> there are evil fucking cunts. And I don't use that term.
0: Okay, like But my question to you, and this is my question every time these come up. Every time you see Casey Anthony or Jodi Arias or any of these sort of true crime women going crazy. It's
1: not just women. It's any any true crime.
0: Well, no, but specifically these ones where it's, it's an open and shut case. And exactly. blah, blah blah. Why this one? Because it seems like you got to um, think this. You got to think this happens. There are twenty Jodi Ariases a day in this country. To some degree, you know, just Possibly. similar cases.
1: But this one with, with anything one? with for me, it's anything with the glaring lies. No, I'm not or talking about
0: you. Casey I'm Anthony. not talking about why you are interested. I'm saying why, why is did America this get media attention as opposed to any of the other cases?
1: Uh, with the Casey Anthony case, I think obviously was the child. But
0: just what about just, all the what about the twenty other ones that was almost exactly the same? that had ch- children and everything else. They, I just read a thing on Huffington Post. The guy tried get, to sell his son. They do to get, get bail media, money. They I mean, do what?
1: get media attention. You know, but not um, all. Of
0: them, most of them don't. The vast majority of them don't just they pick out one it's seemingly at random just to focus on
1: okay in in the casey anthony case they were looking actively looking for that child they thought that child was missing that's where it started garnering the attention just like any any case where a child is missing and so the amber alerts go out it, it starts to get worldwide recognition then people start following the case and then whenever she was lying 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 it's interesting to people i think what's most interesting to people is the fact that these people can get away with lying like this
0: and it's it's just just to me like i just think is it also possible that she's white and photogenic it's sort of like this the flip side of natalie holloway's and you always see the pretty white girls that disappear but not the thousands of black women that disappear because they're just gone
1: that's not necessarily i don't agree with that because in cases like the Green River killings, Ted Bundy killings, those were all races of, of women, and you know it was investigated the same
0: as as everything else. Well, oh, yeah, but when you're talking about serial killers, you're, they're not they're not talking about the, the Atlanta victims, child about the murders.
1: The Atlanta child murders were all black children. That was investigated.
0: But the, just the fact that I don't even know what that is. Shows that that didn't permeate the, the popular culture nearly as much. Well, no, as... that
1: happened when you were young. You were young oh, well, when that yeah. happened. That's that was long ago.
0: That's what I'm saying. But the, it seems like in the in the modern age, in in the the sort of twenty four hour news cycle age, it is different because they're constantly looking for for these kinds of stories. They have a type of story that they go after and it isn't like that. It isn't
1: I think it's if there's you know, gracious, minority if there's use. It's always, it's always pretty
0: it. white girls that either I killed say, their no, husbands. I, I
1: totally fucking disagree with that. I totally disagree. Missing. Long ago, before we had internet, before we had television, before we had movies, okay, you had So your, caveman days. You had not caveman <laughs> days. You had in the in the twenties when you had the the famous murders. You had Jack the Ripper had your rag mags. Murders have always been covered. Human interaction has always been covered covered in some way yeah
0: i know and it will always be i'm just saying the way the specific way it is covered now seems very uniform it seems like it's the same kind of thing every time and you can't say that well that's just more that is happening now i think i know i think the
1: reason the reason you're seeing a uniform is possibly the 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 pattern of the internet long ago when we just had press we just had the newspaper press that was very lurid the coverage of the lizzie borden case was very lurid for its time Then you had movies. The Fatty Arbuckle case was covered in in the newsreels. Okay, so that was a different type of coverage. People not only had the reading material, but they had visual material to back up with it. Then you have television, and that's why the Kennedy case is so pivotal and so such a seminal event to the whole entire world, why everybody says they remember what happened and why it's so visceral to people. Because Kennedy was the very first television president.
0: Okay, but you're, you're kind of getting to my point, which is, in the age of television and the internet, when we both have an interest to have things that we want to see, i.e. photogenic people doing things that are interesting, and, the, and the internet, where it's all instant gratification, It's 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 tailored to niches and the kinds of things we want that maybe now we found this is the perfect crime that is salacious in the way that we like it no, so we just want to see no, more of no, it no 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 so Once we, don't again, want, we don't you don't care did about not
1: let me finish okay the difference between television coverage you didn't have independent reporters you had Walter Cronkite you know that's who we went to for our news now with the internet it's changed the entire ball game the internet Is everybody has a fucking? But I'm not just talking about what gets reported on. Stop, no, because I'm not just
0: talking about what gets reported on. I'm talking about what gets all the coverage. What's on every channel?
1: Once again, I'm talking about the stories. I'm talking about the
0: stories that every network feels obligated to cover because every story
1: is covered. But when you Google, for instance, when when I Google Jodi Arias, the same fucking article will come up. Fifty times on fifty different pages, but not
0: every story is covered. The vast majority of them aren't. They might get one article somewhere, maybe even just an obituary. The vast majority of cases, like Jodi Arias's, don't become media spectacles like Jodi Arias.
1: Well, also the reason... why is my question. A, a large reason that this particular case, this particular case, what is the it reason, about it
0: that makes sense? It the above reason. The
1: it is in the media eye the way it is is because Jody chose to keep it in the media Jodi is the her worst enemy she didn't fucking shut up
0: but she doesn't have a platform the, yes the, she does the news agencies have to choose to do that or not to do that
1: no she, once she went on 48 hours when she lied on 48 hours and then she turned around and said okay no I was there it wasn't the black ninjas it was self defense then that made the, all of her statements to 48 hours became discovery in her court case
0: okay but but I'm not talking about the case. I'm talking about the media interpretation of the case. Why is it that this is salacious, whereas every other case that is just like it, but maybe just doesn't involve a pretty little white girl? It's is not, not that it invo-
1: just involves it. it. Was it's the sex tapes that they played in court? It's the sexual nature of it. He was. I don't think you understand. I don't, I'm going to just get off
0: it because I don't think you understand what I'm even saying. You don't want to listen to the fact that this is no, clearly media manipulation. No, 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 this is. No.
1: You always go from the fact that poor little black people aren't reported, and that's bullshit. Because they, they are. Totally are. Yes,
0: they are. I'm more more speaking of like the the Natalie Holloway missing cases in that particular venue, but but they yeah. aren't. No, they aren't it's to the degree. Do you know? Oh just and this is a separate completely separate kind of thing but do you know what's going on with Michigan with the the, the emergency manager law the what do you know the emergency manager lo- the emergency manager law in Michigan no that's basically said. Every every municipality in Michigan that is predominantly black doesn't get to elect governors and, and oh, state representatives yes, no anymore. Oh
1: wait, no, I did. I did know about that. Um, what's her head?
0: Um, yeah, Rachel Maddow. She's Rachel the only one talking did about that. it. Yes, like that's like an entire state where basically every black person in the state—I think it was literally exactly half of them—have been disenfranchised, and nobody's reporting on it. one person. is reporting on it. Nobody else. But we get Jodi Arias. This one one pretty white girl kills a guy, and she's on the on my TV on the clock. But
1: Okay. Fifty percent
0: well, of Michigan black uh, people you can have, go fuck themselves. You
1: have a movie blog where you post every day. You have a Facebook page where, where which is a forum for you. I didn't haven't seen any fucking Michigan because where the fuck posts. am I? You're just a voice just like anybody else. No, I'm not a voice yes, just like a, I'm
0: not a voice just like everybody on CNN.
1: If you're sitting here telling me why should I follow this case as opposed to anything else?
0: No, I'm know? asking why the media is following this case as opposed to anything else
1: why the media I know why it. you're
0: following it cuz you're you're weirdly interested in this shit
1: the media follows it well the mormon aspect of it. during the uh, trial uh, on Nancy Grace there's this guy that has been visiting her in prison and it's supposedly he just started visiting her. His his sister was victim of domestic violence, so he just felt sorry for her or whatever, and he thinks she's really nice, and started visiting her. So he's been going to all the all the court cases, and supposedly on her behalf. Now, Jody, there's a page called Jody Arias is Innocent that claims that this Brian guy, Brian Carr, he's not, he doesn't speak for her, and he has nothing to do with it, and he's just bullshit. But he said on Nancy Grace that, Dodie couldn't have done it because she's too small. She couldn't have drug him and done all this. So he thinks it was a blood atonement, Mormon blood atonement killing.
0: Because, is that a thing? What
1: yes, the fuck suppose, is that? Supposedly.
0: Is that like the Amish people who cut the guy's beard off except like horrifying?
1: Okay, the more, <laughs> more, there it's, I more have to look what that. is Mormon blood okay. atonement? Mormon blood atonement killing, and that he was killed because of his sexual indiscretions. With oh, Jody. okay. And at the same time that he was on Nancy Grace saying this,
0: see, I'm sitting there thinking it's like once they get a certain number of wives, then that's like they get sacrificed. Like it's fucking I don't know species or something. That's not even that, no. that, Joe
1: and Joe. <laughs> well, when when he was discu- when he was <laughs> discussing this on Nancy Grace, which is it's just bullshit. It's throwaway crap. You, can, you know, to connect I, to a conspiracy. You're
0: talking about all this shit Borman blood atonement is the first interesting thing you said in 27 minutes.
1: Okay, now let let me go on. During the during the trial when he was going on Nancy Gray saying this, Jody was doodling masonic eyes. She was doodling pentagrams, okay. and she was doodling pictures of Snow White with a teardrop. So
0: she's part of Nicolas Cage's team to try to find the national treasure. I don't,
1: I don't fucking know. But <laughs> there's nothing about this woman that makes sense. There's nothing about anything she says that makes sense. See, you know? now,
0: if, but if all the reporting was on that shit, I would totally understand it. If it's okay. like, this fucking woman is part of the Mason conspiracy to fucking do Mormon blood atonement rituals and fucking... Then the UFOs come. That, I would fucking... I would watch that shit 24-7. And there have been
1: been other Mormon killings within the Mormon community that are kind of attached to different conspiracies or whatever. There's a book called Salamander... That, you know, covers a, a famous killing.
0: Does it have the David Icky fucking Babylonian no, Brotherhood? No, the reptile people that take their skin off? Nothing to do
1: with, it, to do with David Ick. It has a lot to do, you Well, know. then
0: don't call your book Salamander. That's just fucking misleading.
1: A lot of these killings in that... When I study these two different true crime things, it's like the Sandy Hook or the, uh, the Batman movie killing.
0: Oh. No, I'm sorry. I was thinking you were. I forgot about about the Aurora shooting. I, would, I never thought of it as the Batman shooting. I was thinking like that's... you study it like I read Batman, like <laughs> like I'm rereading Grant Morrison's run. I. I that's just weird. No. That...
1: There are connections. There are connections with these killings. For instance, the, the the fathers in both the Batman case and the Sandy Hook case. Okay, yeah. first off, both of those boys that were accused of doing that don't recall killing. There's
0: so does neither does Jodi Arias. There's
1: photo. Yeah, right. There's, well, that's a... Uh, there's photo. Jody Arias is not fucking MK Ultra. Jody Arias is just.
0: But these guys are clearly. Fucking.
1: I don't know if they are or not. I don't know if they are or not, but what I do know is that both of their fathers are connected to the Libor case, and they were both supposed to testify, or they're in some, some way associated with it. But that's what's sticking up my ass. But well, that's
0: what's sticking no, up my well, No, 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 we got to punctuate it, because no, the otherwise they'll forget what we're doing here.
1: The reason it's sticking up my ass, is, well, I've been following it for about <gasps> a month. The reason that it's sticking up my ass in particular this week is because I just read that the state of Arizona has already paid $1.4 million to defend her. Okay. Now, there, I would be outraged. How much
0: is the prosecution paying to put her out?
1: I don't know, but
0: and plus, do, what, what's the alternative? Not allowing her a defense?
1: Who gets a one point four million dollar defense? If you were accused, of but that's a direct—that's
0: a direct result For of the. Instance. That's okay. a direct result of it being so public. If it no. were just any other case, they wouldn't get that much.
1: For instance, we live in Columbus, Ohio. When I justifiably slaughter you in your sleep, which could happen
0: after this podcast,
1: <laughs> <laughs> and they come in and find you lying on this couch here. All bloody and everything, uh-huh. throat slit, twenty thousand stab wounds. Who knows how many it would take? And I'm just laying upstairs, and I just claim I don't know what happened. I don't fucking. I never see him. I, you know, we you know, communicate through Facebook. I don't know fucking anybody could have walked in and done it.
0: Well, to be fair, that is true. If I do die, since you live upstairs, you will never, <laughs> you won't know. Like it'll be like forty-eight hours before you even fucking think anything is wrong. <laughs>
1: Well, that'll be this. If there's a zombie apocalypse, it'll be a month before we even notice. Because she worked for a company called Prepaid Legal. And what they, I don't know if they do large cases, but what Prepaid Legal was is it's insurance for people that don't have lawyers and can't afford lawyers so which you buy great,
0: which is a fucking great service you
1: buy prepaid legal and then so which means she, what did she not even fucking have her own product her
0: own insurance Okay, but but to me like and again this is to the larger point that this is why i'm always not again i'm not always interested in these cases but to the extent that i am it's because well, however much they're spending on the defense i can guarantee you it's a fraction of what they're spending on the prosecution. Because that's always the case. So, I mean, I, when you complain about that, oh, it's so this much of taxpayer dollars. Well, that's just meager compared to what they're spending to fucking put one pretty little white girl in jail. Why are you not mad about that?
1: I don't know that they have... I
0: can guarantee you it is. It is it always is it always... I, I
1: can't make a statement on that because I don't know
0: and I mean most of that is understandable just because there's it's, it's a frat I mean there, there's a lot more they have to do as far as witnesses and stuff, But, because,
1: but... No, quite frankly in this particular case everything was already existed they had they had the photographs the, the police department the Phoenix it happened in Phoenix that police department had the photographs so the photographs that he's exhibited into evidence all of the police interrogation tapes that have been exhibited they, those were already existed in 2008 the 48 hours That already existed, so the prosecution did not have to go to do anything other than maybe.
0: Well, they would still conduct an investigation. Maybe phone, yes,
1: but maybe phone records is what I'm saying. So, no, as far as I don't think the prosecution has paid millions of dollars. Oh no, no, no! I can
0: assure you they they have because they always do, and again, not always illegitimately. But Because they, they always have to cross their their, their T's and dot their I's, and, and they'll conduct investigation on shit that's even out there in the media just because they want to make sure, until they of course get to the trial, in which case then it's just a notch in their belt and they don't care. It doesn't matter. if She's innocent. If they find out that she's innocent now, they're still going along with it. And then when they want to test the DNA evidence that will prove her innocent, fuck no, we don't, we don't want to do that because fuck that.
1: Well, the, the recent articles that have come out said that they believe that Jody knows it's a done deal. And well, this everybody is,
0: thought Casey Anthony was a done deal, though.
1: Yeah, a lot of people are saying that. And her activity on the stand, if, if this jury can't see through this, And this is just a ploy to save her life. She knows she's going to get convicted. She fucking knows. She's already admitted that she killed him. She's going to get convicted. But they're asking for the death penalty. They're trying to save her life.
0: Okay, but admittedly, that instantly makes me more sympathetic towards her just as a general opponent of the death penalty. Your abject savagery on that point makes me not want to trust your position.
1: I would not say that I have abject savagery on that point. My view on the death penalty has always been this. We are all human. We all have the same rights. Travis had the same right to live that she did. When she took his life the way she did, she relinquished her rights. See, but that, at the same time, my position... I think if you kill someone like that... Now, if it's decides... truly in self-defense, if it is truly in self-defense, no, you have the right to use deadly force to defend yourself. But
0: my point is, who decides that? Who determines that when you have rights and when you don't?
1: common sense determines No, no, what. no.
0: No, because rights are a legal standard. Rights aren't just you know it when you see it. Rights are something that have to be codified in law and have to be protected by people like elected officials. It's a gay right. For years, gay rights have not been respected the, and they're human rights. They're rights that they have. They're not rights that they don't have. They're rights that just they haven't been afforded to them because people didn't like gay people for the longest time and now we're working through that. My question is, why do you trust implicitly government and the legal system to so flippantly decide something as like, your right to live why do you trust the government of arizona arizona for the fuck fuck of the fuck of god arizona to to decide yeah this person should die fuck that yeah we're confident that this person is guilty enough that i can we can gas that motherfucker do you really trust fucking governor what's her name brewer or whatever to make that choice as
1: far as the death penalty the woman that like
0: was pointing at obama like i know that they were chopping heads off in those fucking Mexican cartels and shit. That woman? Do you trust her when she gets the phone call to commute that or not? I to don't make believe. The right choice? I don't
1: believe for a minute that Jody's going to get the death penalty. I really don't. I don't. I don't think the death penalty. But you'd be is fine even, if she did. I don't think the death penalty is even given that often anymore. No, but regardless, you'd be fine if she did. Would I be fine if she did? She said herself in the police interrogation, she said, if I killed Travis, I would beg for the death penalty. You don't see her fucking begging for the death penalty now?
0: One, I, I assume she meant if she killed him with malice aforethought and right. not in self defense, as she's claiming. But more to the point, why is that ever okay? How are you against drone strikes? Like, oh, we can't assassinate Americans on, you know, on American soil or abroad. We do that. It's called the death penalty. We assassinate Americans. Americans who aren't a threat to anyone. We already have them captive and arrested and in jail in prison, whether they're on death row or they're in prison for life, and then we fucking assassinate them. We kill them. How do you have a problem with one and not the other?
1: I'm against criminals getting privileges in prison. That well, that's fine. We
0: can, we can change that,
1: though. Uh, and I do not believe that a life sentence ends being a life sentence. I've, I've seen it.
0: Okay, but even to the extent that it doesn't, it can. That's an easier reform than, well, fuck it, let's just kill him.
1: I think life without the possibility of parole, if that was actually stated and actually fucking existed and goddamn worked, sure,
0: I'd but say it does. abolish I mean, the penalty. It, what I penalty. Mean, no, it's, it doesn't. No, I'm saying it does work. It could
1: okay. be the case. Jodi Arias killed Travis in 2008. It's taken all this time to come to court. His family has not had closure on this. And they still won't. Because she'll go to prison and then she'll come up for appeal. She's smart. She knows how to manipulate... but... but They'll have to see her. They'll have to see the Lifetime movie. They'll have to see all this fucking shit. Forever. And where does Travis ever get justice?
0: Okay, well, A, you're a hypocrite. Because you're obsession with this story and the obsession of those like you is the whole reason this is such a big thing in the first place you know it wouldn't have been so drawn out had you not been involved secondly the appeals process the reason it's there is because one most it, of the it, time it would the would so drawn out
1: if people wouldn't the, the trial case is going on for this is the 39th or 40th day it, it's going to be drawn out but all the all
0: the money that's behind it wouldn't be there if it was just another case. That's directly due no, to the media No, exposure. I
1: totally disagree because... No, that's this, always, that's no, always the case. oh bullshit. No, this has gone on since the Simpson trial, okay? Prior uh, yeah, another
0: to, high prior, profile case.
1: Prior to the Simpson trial, we didn't have, we never had Court TV until the Simpson trial. Then, ever since we had, they established that whole channel, Court TV, and then they have the companion webpage, they need fodder for that channel. Yeah, but channel. my argument
0: is that's wrong. They're, that's craven and it's ruining the justice system to the extent that it is
1: but what i'm saying is that has that has nothing to do with yeah that's the that's other co- other crimes not being covered that is the, the vessel that is
0: the vessel through which it was your cele- obsession it was, is channeled
1: it was celebrity no it wasn't well, celebrity. Well, who Well she a celebrity i don't have fucking not her she, i'm saying that it started with the oj case because of and celebrity. now
0: we're making regular people celebrities for allegedly killing people the appeals process exists because the vast majority of prosecutors are fascist assholes who abuse their power to get innocent people put in prison and put on death row. And One, we need I a system with, to stop
1: that. I disagree with that and you don't have any statistical then, evidence for that. I know I, no, I You're do. Not providing... I do.
0: My evidence is every time somebody on death row requests DNA, every time to a person, prosecutor denies it. Why? 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 Wouldn't more evidence, assuming Can, that person's guilty, off. wouldn't more evidence
1: you're Help. just pulling that statement out your ass.
0: No, I, th- read Radley Balco. Radley Balco is the preeminent fuck prosecutors blogger. He has the fucking cases, the actual transmission. They reject it as a matter of course because they don't want, well, technically, yes, they don't want all their cases being reopened and having to deal with all that backlog. But to me, it's like, well, if possible, that he's innocent and the DNA evidence will prove it. Why aren't you on that fucking now? Why weren't you on it then? Why did? They, why would they ever quash DNA evidence? They'll spend so much trying to convict the motherfucker, but now they're like, well, oh, no, we can't spend that much money right. on that?
1: I was one of the ones that supported the West Memphis Three because Damon had the death penalty, and I did not believe he did that. So I was one of the ones that, I've got the book, the devil's not. I read the book, I promoted the book, I followed the writer of the book, On my Facebook, I wrote back and forth to her. I supported, I posted on my social media sites updates on that case. In cases like that where I believe, I truly, I have looked at the evidence, and I truly believe someone that has been accused uh, and has been given the death penalty is innocent, then I will follow that case up as much as I follow this case. My problem with this case is not only she admitted it, she only admitted it after Mountains of evidence, and she couldn't fucking dance out
0: of it. And I understand that, and I and I joke about it. But I'm I'm, I mean, if I were, if there's anybody that deserves an eye for an eye, it's this bitch. No, if I were cosmically capable of making the judgment, I would say, yeah, she's probably guilty. I'm not because I don't know. Not only
1: did she fucking stalk him and torment him. For, you know, he but tried to break up with her. That's she not the let him issue. Go. That's not the
0: issue. My question is, going back to the West Bank of Memphis 3, let's say, for instance, that that case didn't turn out the way it did and that he, they actually got the death penalty and it went through. And then a year later we found out he was innocent. You're
1: fucking arguing hypothetical. No, because, no,
0: that's not hypothetical. That's happened. That shit has happened. People have been exonerated on death row or posthumously. That has fucking happened. Are you denying that?
1: Okay, but... No, no,
0: no. no. Grant that point. That there have been fine, people who have been executed in this country country who have been posthumously exonerated. The fact that that can even happen once, does that not invalidate the entire enterprise? The fact that the the federal government or the state government can okay. murder an innocent person- You
1: sit there and have that, that
0: vehement argument. Oh my god! When the person <laughs> oh really, died? I'm a fucking mega church pastor now.
1: Okay? I mean, you're <laughs> fucking standing on your sofa. Yet, when I discuss Project Paperclip, and when I discuss- Bringing the fucking Nazi scientists over here. Yeah. And they continue the fucking work experimenting on people. Cutting people open, cutting into their brains, and doing experiments that mangle are fucking
0: You're saying I, I, no, appo- wait a minute. I supported
1: that? You do support no, that. No, I thing. don't. I have specifically, heard. Ho- you have specifically said to me, if we learned science from the Nazi scientists, then that, that's, it's a progressive thing, then it's a good no, thing. No, you misunderstand yes, my you argument.
0: Did. I have never, I'm not saying, hey, let's...
1: Many people, <laughs> many more people have died from that shit then have died from... That's not my argument. ...being falsely accused my of My argument
0: is that, that scientific discovery being what it is, being zero-sum, either you know it or you don't. Yeah, I wouldn't approve of, yeah, let's take these Nazis over to America and have them continue those experiments. My argument was, let's say if we found Mengele's Notes... And he said that through torturing this many Jews, I cured cancer. What my argument was it would be foolish to not use the cure for cancer, even knowing where it came from. That was my argument. That was that was the hypothetical argument that I was giving. Yeah, I'm not a fucking approving of those tactics or saying that they should ever continue or should ever be done, even if there might be the inkling that oh, I, I think I have a reasonable theory that might might cure cancer, but we have to torture this many Jews. But you don't. I would speak never against do against that. It. But you don't speak, well, speak against it. You don't speak against the fucking how year old crime.
1: No. Well, the it's, fuck? it's still going on you, you you
0: continually
1: say oh they stopped Ultra in the fucking 50s no they didn't
0: <laughs> well no you have no reason to think that they didn't or that mean? it was even successful in the first place oh give me a fucking break give me a fucking break isn't an argument it's just your bullshit okay let's move on to the next topic because we're 40 fucking 6 oh, minutes oh well, wait in. I had
1: another thing that stuck up my ass oh up what's up your ass now
0: <laughs> no, the whole uh... show is just what's up mom's ass <laughs> we're brought. We're podcasting now from mom's asshole <laughs> I'm looking at her colon. The, micro- <laughs> the microphone is embedded in her colon.
1: We have to get a lot of shit out of my ass. We right? are <laughs> somehow
0: up mom's ass well, no. talking about what's up mom's mom ass. Uh,
1: so I was feeling bad for Arizona because yeah. they had to pay this $1.4 million, right? But well, then, they
0: made it from all the fines they paid all those Mexican people when they pulled them over. Well, but then no a friend reason.
1: of mine posted that they just passed a, a, a bill that they want to be able to ask for your license before you go to a, a man or women's room to prove if you're male or female. Why? <laughs> so that transsexuals or whatever can't, if you're in transition or whatever, and, you, and oh, you're... Oh, because
0: that's such a pressing social issue. Apparently. It's, like, but causing just so passed much trouble.
1: So basically, I'm sort of like, well, if you're that stupid, fuck Arizona, because
0: this goes Okay, in... but you say this after the governor was like, here's why I want all people that look Mexican to need to give their license to any cop that asks, because they were chopping people's heads off at the border. No, they weren't. We have no evidence of that. We've never seen that. But I saw the bodies. Really? And you didn't report them? There's no... I, brr, that's Arizona. Those are the people you're entrusting with a woman's life, with people's lives. Not just a woman that you happen to think is guilty, but all the other people that are probably innocent because it's fucking Arizona and they're an assholes.
1: But you wanted me to go into childhood stories.
0: Oh, yes. Okay. Skodek family history. Skodek well, family this, stories.
1: This, this goes into, in, in relation to the Arizona checking your license. Well, this is, thing.
0: this is just because I think you have a very, well, you don't think you have an interesting life. You think your life is incredibly boring and shouldn't be talked about in the podcast. But I think it's fucked up and horrible, and you need, everybody <laughs> needs to know about it. I think the so things is, that I'm
1: interested in are interesting. This is
0: a segment called Skolnick Family Stories.
1: The things that I'm passionate about. Well, no, they relate to something we're discussing. It's not
0: family, Skolnick Family Stories of the week. It's just Skolnick Family Stories. Okay,
1: well, this particular, the reason, when I was a little girl, I was a, a tomboy. And mm-hmm. I was very, very skinny and very small. And my mother always kept my hair cut very, very short. And we went to the ice skating rink.
0: So, okay, just to buttress my point that these are interesting, my mother is already being raised as a boy. (laughs) Go on. (laughs) Keep going.
1: (laughs) So, anyway, prior to having you boys, I was, like, I wasn't even 100 pounds. I was rarely 100 pounds. I was, like, 90 pounds, 70 pounds. So, I was really teeny when I was little. And to walk on ice skates was very hard because I have very tiny ankles.
0: Yeah. So, is walking on ice skates hard? Just generally
1: speaking, it is. It, it, well, a lot of some people can do it, but the thin ice skate—if I had a tall enough yeah. skate—but anyway, so I had to go. To, I'm, at, I'm at the ice skating rink, and I have to pee, yeah. and so I get off, the, crawl off the ice skating rink. I'm running to the bathroom, which is hard on skates because I can barely stand on the skates.
0: Maybe you just shouldn't have been skating. That's... I go
1: to run <laughs> to the bathroom, and I'm grabbed from behind. A woman grabs my collar. Yeah. And just pulls me back and, and yanks me and is holding me. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck? You know, I have to pee. I had to let me go. I have to pee. I'm I didn't like, even know this woman. I'm like
0: 12 years old. I'm like, what the fuck,
1: bitch? Oh, no, I'm, I'm littler than 12. Oh, really? How old are you? Yeah, I was like, I was 9 or 10. Oh. And she pulls the back of my thing and ho- grabs me there and it puts me in this stranglehold. And she won't let me go to the bathroom. And I, I'm like, what? And she's like, she thought I was a boy.
0: Now, is this just pennsylvania or pennsylvania at the time or just i have no fucking clue total strangers will put children in strangleholds i have
1: no fucking clue but she would not she i'm going into the girl's room she will not let me into the bathroom she says no she's pushing me into the boy's room and she's she she thought i was a boy and i said i'm not a boy i'm a girl and she's yelling at me that i can't go into the girl's room i'm
0: not a boy i'm a girl i know better than you bitch
1: until, and I, like I said, until my, my you know, family that was with me, that people that were with me came up and told her that I was a girl. But by that time, I'd already wet my pants.
0: Okay, no, no, no. What do you say? They just came up and told you, told her she, you were a girl. Right. They didn't run over and, like, punch this woman in the face. No. They were just like, hey, yeah, by the way, that woman that is my daughter that you're fucking strangling, just FYI, just, you know, wait, actually, you know what? Wait till you're finished. But, you know, just so you know... <laughs> Uh, actually, she was. She was right. She's a girl. She wants to go there. <laughs> just how like, callous and just yeah, whatever.
1: You know, <clears throat> So it had a tie in. Yuns are
0: just uh, having some fun.
1: Yuns are just having some fun while it's
0: slippy out. Yes. <laughs> fucking I <idea>, hate Pennsylvania. <laughs> Hilly motherfucking death traps. Oh.
1: So that ties into
0: the. Was that yeah? Was was the ski slope like on a hill? Was it just like a giant mound like everything else in no, fucking Pennsylvania? No, it was it was the
1: ice skating rink. Oh, that's, that's, I don't know if you guys ever went to that with I've, your Grammy I've
0: never been on an ice in an ice skating. It night. was
1: over by where your Grammy lived, but like by the golf <gasps> place, not too far from where I thought your dad had taken you there. No, I've
0: never been, been on an ice rink in my life, and never will, because fuck that shit. Cold, and of, everyone has blades on their feet. Why would okay. I want It's like going into shark-infested waters. Like, why would you? So this for the fun is, of it, fuck this that. week's
1: shit up my ass is out. So
0: <laughs> yes, the shit that was in your ass is now out of your ass.
1: But I'm sure by tomorrow there'll be more.
0: Well, we know you're historically constipated, so. (laughs) Uh, (laughs) terminal. So our next segment, after 52 minutes, and of course the times I'm spouting (laughs) will not be the case because I probably will be editing this to to a certain extent, but segment two of I was thinking four, but maybe not, I'm calling it Mom at the Movies. And because every week, typically every week, we see a movie together at our local theater. The reason I do is because I have another blog, which I'll pimp now. It's called stupidblueplanet.blogspot.com, where I post movie reviews every day. And this week, or rather last week, we're just talking about it now because we didn't actually see one this week. We saw Olympus Has Fallen, the Die Hard in a White House movie. And every week, of course, we're going to want to, well, assuming we... Don't drown ourselves out in fucking Jodi Arias news. We're going to talk about (laughs) the movie we saw. And so let's talk about that. So, Because I know you have a lot to say on it. Let me just talk about my feelings about it. And my feelings about it were, apart from all the stuff that I know you're going to talk about that I really don't care about, just as an action movie, as a stupid, shameless mindless, turn-your-brain-off-and-veg action movie, which a lot of people might not respect as an art form, but I do. It was decent. And I know you didn't like it, but you also didn't see A Good Day to Die Hard. And I think if you had, you might have had a better estimation of it, because this is what that movie should have been. Well,
1: I am willing, in, in the essence of fairness, which I am, I... I'm willing to watch the new Die Hard movie, and
0: I'm not paying to see that again. If About it changes
1: that. my opinion, we'll wait until it gets it. It
0: on DVD. If yes, it changes if
1: my opinion, I will.
0: I literally want to revise. sit you down when that happens, when they're both on DVD, and watch them both back to back. Because okay. of course, don't right. have to fucking buy Good Day to I Die will. Hard, and I don't really want to do that. I will but, do
1: that, but or I'm sure it will come to Netflix.
0: Not always, but my that's like after seeing that, after seeing John McClane, someone who I grew up with and who was so beloved to me as an action star, and I still like Bruce Willis, but just that. That character specifically, and see how sh- how he was treated so shabbily in that movie. And oh, see, so your
1: problem is with the writing of the character, the way what they how they treated the character in the movie.
0: Not necessarily the character, but well, he wasn't a character. It was like it was like a completely different movie. An aftertack. Do you on. think
1: they're trying to make a new franchise with his son? Uh,
0: maybe, but he wasn't that interesting. But my point was seeing how terrible that was. Olympus has fallen is so much better in comparison. And because it's the similar plot, it's basically Die Hard in a White House, it's just like, yeah, okay, great. At least I get that. At least I got a good Die Hard movie this year. And the White House is a, a setting that really needed to have some ass kicked in it. And it was some good ass kicking action. A guy gets killed, beaten to death with a bust of Lincoln. There's a bunch of headshots. It's a very nice hard R movie, and and I liked it despite the the cheesiness and the the fact that they keep going back to Gerard Butler's face, like expecting him to have a catchphrase and he never does. Other than that, you know, it, it's a decent movie. But but what did you think when you went to the movies <laughs> to inspire our segment, Mom at the movies, Mom?
1: That particular movie, I have a two fold review of that movie. I watch movies differently then you watch movies. Uh, it comes from probably a generational thing. You're 26, I'm 52. I watch movies. I don't just let them wash over me necessarily. I watch movies. I don't
0: let every movie wash over me, but there are certain movies where you do that.
1: Well, I mean, that's difficult for me to do because I've always watched every movie. I've loved film since I was little. Film is a very important part of my life. Growing up as I did, it taught me how to kind of act or be my friends. Like when I would watch a Marilyn Monroe movie, I would think about being friends with her. And I've always been interested in their lives. Well, yeah, because like
0: sidekicks, like the little kid with (laughs) with fucking Chuck Norris (laughs) going on adventures with Marilyn Monroe, roundhouse kicking people in the face. What is (laughs) like? I imagine like you're both together over the vent, like (laughs) just like my idol. (laughs) What? No,
1: just like. (laughs) You know, I I think it's that's just the way I watch movies. But more so than that, I see movies as a manipulating subliminal tool that studios have used to sell you a product or sell you an idea or well,
0: sell you on the fact that the movie is good. Not
1: just not just the movie, movies are propaganda. They always have been. There's some reason for that propaganda. It doesn't always have to be some grand conspiracy, governmental conspiracy or whatever. It could be just as simple as a corporation trying to sell you shit. That's why there's always tie-ins with movies. That's why James Bond movies have cars tied in and, and music okay. tied in. That's why we have soundtracks and shit So what shit is, what we is got. the
0: propaganda of okay. Olympus
1: Fire? No, as a movie, just as an action movie, the reason it did not work for me is because it was just bullshit. It was just n- nothing little fucking so movie. So it's an action movie. No, okay, first off, it you, you opens up, you're at Camp David with the family, you know. Well, that's not you know, too much because you haven't seen it.
0: Keep oh,
1: in mind. Okay, okay. and then they, well, they, they kill the Ashley Judd character off. She's a good actress. I always like Ashley Judd in every fucking movie I see her in. And they kill her off in five minutes. It's like they could have had anybody in that role.
0: Would you have voted for? Her?
1: I don't know. Maybe I have that well, She was but,
0: running for office. At yeah, somebody, I know.
1: I, I don't know, but yeah. you know, that's I'm on a different track right now. I'm Not <laughs> on politics. I'm on as an actress. I like her, and she was wasted. I felt. Well, it was I a felt. Cameo. I felt fucking used. I felt like it was you know like David
0: Bowie in Fire Walk with Me. It's just you know, He's no, there. No, I felt, I felt fucking. You know,
1: it's like because because people go to see movies. For different actors. I mean, there's movies that I'll go to see if it has two actors that I like. Like uh, Stanley Tucci. Love him. I'll watch him in fucking anything. I don't really, care. He's,
0: I love he's him. He's very good in a lot of terrible movies.
1: I love him. I, I will <laughs> watch him in anything. I would sleep with him. And I'm not into Ball Man. I just like, so. you throw that
0: in there just as an aside. <laughs> and also, I would sleep with him.
1: In case Stanley happens to be listening.
0: <laughs> well, I don't know if I should bring in my uh, fucking Keith David obsession here. But...
1: <laughs> Okay, so anyway, but, but, but my main objection is is they introduce the son as a character, and they're leading you along to think that this son is going to be, you know, they show him playing his game. They kind of lead up to to you thinking that he's going to be a pivotal part of the movie. Like the Gerald Butler character talks about how he's teaching him how to be a Secret Service yeah. agent, and he's teaching him the background of the White House. And then and all when this
0: stuff. when the the White House gets held hostage, as it that's the plot of the movie. Obviously, you right. didn't get that the kid. is is at first lost in the White House. They don't know where he is, and clearly the bad guys are looking for him. They have his picture and everything.
1: Right, so. they're looking for him, and I mean this is going to be a spoiler. By the way, every time
0: you clap, they're going to hear that on the podcast. Uh,
1: well, whatever. <sighs> anyway, this is going to be a spoiler, so if you haven't seen the movie, and and you know, of you'll course, you'll probably want to edit out probably hours of what I say.
0: Anyway, so. <laughs> yeah, we're not even fucking posting this. It's all just <laughs> editing it out. Just I'm I'm going to keep the ums and edit out everything else. <laughs>
1: But anyway, once he finds the kid... Because they also use the plot point of the kid being the reason that they want the kid to get the president's code. You know, they're going to use him as, a, as, as leverage. It would have made the movie more exciting if they kept the kid through the whole thing. Or, or there were more close calls trying yeah, to trying fucking to, get this kid, you know? Captured, yeah. But no... And I kid, totally
0: agree with this, by the way.
1: The kid is found, and he shoves him up a thing, and then naturally you know the guy's going to... As he got as kid's trying to get away, there's going to be one of the bad guys coming oh oh, he almost catches the kid but you know gerald butler breaks the guy's neck and then makes a flippant little what close what he i don't remember the false alarm makes false alarm yeah makes a you know his little McLean little throwaway thing but the thing of it is and that's like 15, 20 minutes into the movie? Yeah, it's
0: like it's also like it's, the eighth faux McLean line he's had, but yeah.
1: It, but, it, but I mean, it's right after. I mean, it's 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 real soon into the movie. It would have been a much better movie for me had this kid been hiding like he was shown and helping be
0: a foil for the, uh, there's a geek girl. That... To me, though, like, yeah, you wanted him to be like the precocious little hacker. Yeah. Like, to me, like, that would be even stupider. But, oh, I'm a little kid, but I can go toe-to-toe with the North Korean fucking hacking expert. No, because to to me
1: that's sort of kind of common knowledge that kids today know.
0: But no, they're, we're talking no, about hacking like the I Pentagon think was and fucking, shit.
1: I think it was fucking insulting to the. We had that. We've had that since War Games. But
0: the whole point of that is that it's fucking ridiculous, though. No, no, this is that would be more like mastermind. I don't think I don't like think the there's a ten year old
1: out there that in that some can't on, pass the Pentagon. You no, know, on some <laughs> levels, let me fucking finish. On some level, does not know more about computers than I do, and I've been on computers since ninety. Yeah, you're not
0: a North Korean terrorist. <laughs> Hacking the Pentagon.
1: Still, they know these games. They know these computer systems. They yeah,
0: know, yeah, because fucking Call of Duty is just like. the Well, no, wait White a minute. They, they they
1: already had the what it what was the call the Cerberus? that that's controlling our whole fucking nuclear weapon system. No, well, no, it's like, actually, but it's going to be stupid them. to have the idea
0: that a little kid can hack into a system. Well, I can believe if the government can try to create a gay bomb to make our enemies gay. That they can be short-sighted enough to create a system to blow up our nukes inside the silos.
1: But other than that, uh, nothing really happens. Everything's predictable. A lot
0: of stuff happens. It's a lot of like road action
1: stuff, but stuff
0: happens. He, I think he karate chops a lot of people in the neck.
1: Yeah,
0: you have I no answer it. for that, do you? That just, it, it,
1: it just it the, the entire movie didn't. <sighs> if it, it was just like, what the fuck, I can see this anywhere. You know, it it was just no... It was a TV movie for me.
0: But you know where you can't see it? In the new Die Hard movie. Because that was a piece of shit.
1: Well, I can't speak to that because I didn't see it. But on the other level that I see it as a a manipulative tool is the conspiracy-related things. I study conspiracy...
0: Okay. as we're going into this, is this counting as the next segment as well or do you we, have could. we
1: can bleed into that if you want
0: Well I just said, did you have something different for that no, that you really want no, to talk I was, about? Going to
1: okay. was going to discuss segment. okay
0: well well let's let's bridge this and say this is also a recurring segment where also we're calling conspiracy corner because mom is crazy. go ahead
1: <laughs> okay, I study conspiracies That's since I was 13 years old, primarily political assassinations of the 60s, the Kennedy assassination, but all of them
0: yeah. all the Kennedy assassinations.
1: All the Kennedy assassinations, uh, any any politically motivated assassinations or shenanigans, basically, secret government. Okay, stuff. when
0: you're talking about assassinations, I think you should probably find a deeper word than shenanigan. Okay. If you're if you're using words that are also used to name like Applebee's style restaurants, I don't know. Okay, movies
1: have always been a toll. Television has any media is a toll. Yeah. Newspapers are a toll. Audio is a toll. Anything that reaches the public. That has potential yeah. for for being informative or in any way influencing public opinion is used as a tool. Yeah,
0: we're backmasking this podcast right now. If you play it backwards, <laughs> it's like all Satan and shit. It's like you know, <laughs> suck Satan's cocker. Yeah. <laughs> okay,
1: so this year is the fiftieth anniversary. It's a pivotal year. It's the 50th anniversary of the Kennedy assassination. So you're going to see quite a bit of just basically the cover-up, covering up the cover-up, reinforcing the bullshit lie.
0: The powers that be that killed Kennedy in the first place and have an interest in him, everybody still believing that he was killed by a lone gunman, are now attempting to make sure we continue to believe that is your point
1: exactly yes. because the, that theory not even a theory that, that's the official basically the official yes. version the official supposedly the, well okay they bounced that off the war, from the Warren Commission because the Warren Commission stated Oswald acted alone mm. but that is not the official government version that's the official Warren Commission version the House Select Committee on Assassination said that it was conspiracy so that was a government body yes. but that's not ever addressed but what I'm saying is you're seeing a lot like I just showed you in the uh, UDF um you're going to see a lot of Kennedy crap com- coming up. You're going to see a lot of anything derogatory about Kennedy the that they UDF. can throw out. Remember when we were just at the UDF getting money this morning? I showed you they had the blue. Oh, that's right. About Kennedy being, Kennedy's overdose. Kennedy's okay. Overdose. You're going to see it in the rag mags. You're going to see it in, in the every, you're going to see it in on all over online. You're going to see basically a continuation of, of the cover-up that's been happening for 50 years. How movies are being used is Vincent Bugliosi, who prosecuted Manson, also was in a in London mock trial of Oswald called the trial of Lee Harvey Oswald later on I'll go into a lot more of this but basically he wrote a 2,000 page book called Reclaiming History Tom Hanks has optioned that book to be a mini-series originally a mini-series for HBO he has now changed that to a, be a, called Parkland, yeah. and it's supposedly going to be about the Parkland Hospital, and it's it's just all all bullshit. But anyway, another book that's been written is uh, Gerald Blaine wrote a book called Kennedy Det- Detail, and that is about the Secret Service. Gerald Blaine was a Secret Service agent, and Clint Hill is the guy, the famous guy that you see Get jumping on of the back the thing, of the car. Yeah. yeah, and he just wrote a book. Called, uh, called Ms. I did it. Called Mrs. <laughs> Kennedy and me. There have been books and after as many slur books about Kennedy, and then one of the books claimed that after the assassination, Clint Hill became very close with Mrs. Ken- with Jacqueline no. Kennedy, and that they were seen making out in a restaurant. It,
0: so this year we're going to see the porn parody. Of yeah, Clint it, it, and it, it's Jack all Hill. bullshit.
1: <laughs> and Clint Clint Hill made originally back Mike Wallace interviewed him, and he Clint Hill never spoke about because. He was very traumatized by it, but he is promoting Blaine's book. And The reason he's coming out of retirement and promoting Blaine's book is because they want to continue the version that the Secret Service. The, the big thing has always been why it rained. Why was the bubble top not on the car? Because if the bubble top had been on the car, okay. Remember, we're
0: talking about Olympus has fallen. I know, but, but you're getting into the whole thing now. Here, this so, is pieces of the mosaic. Part. So, pieces. so Blaine's we have big a whole part.
1: Blaine's big part of the book is that Kennedy ordered the bubble top off the thing. Okay. Well, that's not true. There's there's lots of documents that prove that's okay. not true. And okay, this is referencing now, a little how? Whereas is because the same thing everything that I see with Argo. With Argo...
0: Because it, you missed it, the first five minutes. Argo is
1: already. an apology for the CIA. Anything that makes the CIA look like the good guy... No, it isn't! Yes, it was. Yes, Except it was. Except
0: for the first five minutes where a narrator clearly goes... Everything in this movie is the CIA's fault because they were trying to fucking depose foreign leaders and assassinate people.
1: Yeah, but then at the end, they're the good guys, aren't they? No,
0: actually... The Canadians are the good guys.
1: This guy's a Secret Service guy. It's promoting
0: building up the Secret Service, except that they're all incompetent and they die in like five minutes against the weakest enemy we've ever had in movies. And North there were, fucking Korea. in this
1: movie there were how many presidents have we had that this were in the whole White House? Do we see all of the photographs of all the presidents? No, but we see three pres- pictures of Kennedy
0: and Lincoln. They're evoking the memory of presidents who have died in office. They're evoking because the you mem- have a situation where the current president in this fictional universe might die in office. It's thematic resonance. Oh shit!
1: No, they've always connected Kennedy and Lincoln because that was created by a man named Jim Bishop who wrote a book. The, the, okay, the parallels,
0: were, yeah. The, there were two. They both yes, have chicken restaurants yes, named after. Them. Two
1: two major books written about the day of. There was William Manchester's book, which Jacqueline had written. Jacqueline commissioned that book. But then later on, LBJ read it and was very pissed about how he was represented. So he...
0: So, as he he usually did, he would whip his cock out and cock slap him in the face.
1: Pretty much. Well, no, what he did is he whined to Jackie and Jackie tried to sue Manchester to have the book not published. Hmm. And Bobby, at the time, Bobby Kennedy, didn't want her to get into all of that because it was going to be bad press or whatever and he hated LBJ anyway. But the book was published, and LBJ commissioned Jim Bishop to write his own book. Jim Bishop also wrote a book called... So Jim Bishop okay. Bishop's book was Let's called try The Day... to bring
0: it back to Olympus' is Fallen, for the love of fucking God.
1: What I'm saying is the reason... That they no, you're not saying cannabis, anything. The reason they take <laughs> the Lincoln Lincoln bus stop and use that...
0: Because it's awesome.
1: No, there's a reason that Jim Bishop wrote a book called The Day Lincoln Was Shot. Then he his his book about Kennedy was called The Day Kennedy Was Shot. Then Bill O'Reilly now wrote a book called The Day Ken the, the Day Lincoln Was Shot, and wrote a book called which they've commissioned to remake called The Day Kennedy Was Shot. It's full circle. It's all coming around. They're working out of the same playbook. Yeah, no, no, okay, but even if I granted
0: that, which I don't, what does that have to do with Olympus Has Fallen?
1: I think that from a conspiracy angle, as as far as I didn't like the movie based on the movie, it was it didn't okay, but we're done with talking about that. For what is the, it, it,
0: this from be. a
1: conspiracy <laughs> angle? I think it was manip- it's manipulation to promote the Secret Service because they're also filming the Kennedy detail. They want to make them look good. But they don't look good. Yeah, they, they look do. like a
0: bunch of fools. When I came out of there, I was thinking, the Secret Service, I don't want them protecting me when I inevitably get elected president because the North Koreans will be able to raid the most secure building in the, in the fucking world in 13 minutes with a plane that shits out missiles.
1: Now, it's the same with Tom Hanks making the Reclaiming History book and changing it over into whatever you want to call it. He wants to... Tom Hanks wants to be seen as honest forthcoming, as that he's not hiding anything from anybody. He's researched this, and he's telling the true true.
0: He's okay, that's a reference to Cloud Atlas, in case you're wondering, because she's had that up her ass for quite some time. <laughs> true true is what Tom Hanks's character says. He's a tribal guy. He's and the true
1: true. He's, true true. he's And come... The fiftieth anniversary closer to November, when all of this shit is going to come out. Oh, you're going to see all of these things on the History Channel and all this bullshit, and that's when you'll see the constant bullshit lies about the, the day and bullshit lies about Oswald. I bet you that'll be the time that Cloud Atlas is on Netflix or streaming on fucking. Uh,
0: it's, every I think it other... already is. It's on DVD. It's yes. It's yeah. It's already out. So they've missed their window to use Cloud Atlas for the grand conspiracy. To no, do some bullshit. Tom Hanks
1: has always built himself up as every man. He's like the fucking today's Jimmy Stewart. Okay? And he is. Yeah, well. Fucking watch
0: Big Again. Fuck you. He's endearing.
1: He's also a lying asshole. Anybody who's well, gonna yeah, continue yes, this yes,
0: lie. Yes. Little kids can't go to Zoltan machines and grow big. That's a lie. But it's a it's movie magic, <laughs> Mom. It's You know, you have to suspend your disbelief. That's what that is. <laughs> All right? Yes, yes. He wasn't really Joe standing at the mouth of a volcano and fighting the thing. All right?
1: Tom Hanks,
0: you're my nemesis.
1: Okay.
0: I'm just saying. And I'm coming after your ass. I'm coming after your ass. And that's the true truth. He didn't take a break and start doing stand-up comedy with Sally Field. It just didn't happen. (laughs) That's a fucking
1: punchline you know, reference motherfuckers. I forgot about punchline and then she was in Forrest Gump with him. I totally forgot about that.
0: As his mom, yes. Yes. yes.
1: That's weird because yeah, didn't they sleep together and have they were love interests in that well and that's also why that's
0: also why Forrest Gump is retarded, because they were all you know, that was all the big <laughs> incest thing. That's where I right. think he got that from. So Alright, so we're done with that. Wrapped that up pretty quick. Segment Well, segment three, typically it would be conspiracy corner, but we just did that. But now I have my own kind of thing about that because I don't, as you might suspect, based on my flippant sarcasm and and condescension towards my mother, the woman who (laughs) birthed me and raised me. uh, Well, actually the
1: CIA, I think, inserted you into me. Oh, well,
0: there's that too. But I don't really put a lot of stock in in her crazy bullshit. But I do have a certain area of this that I appreciate just from a a standpoint of fiction and, and fantasy. And that is the subject of cryptozoology. Which intersects with conspiracies all the time, and, and she'll probably tell you it's all a psyop. <laughs> and she won't explain what psyop is, you'll just have to know what that is. <laughs> but I like cryptids, and if you don't know what a cryptid is, or cryptozoology, it's the study of <laughs> animals that are purported to exist, but for which there is no evidence. or Not necessarily animals, but living beings, creatures, Bigfoot, the Loch Ness Monster, the Poplik Monster, the Loveland Frogmen cryptids, cryptozoology. I've actually written a, a script for a movie and a comic book about this. I, it's it's a big thing with me. Just because I think they're really cool. Just the idea of urban legends and, and the fact that they might be true even though they're probably not. And so every week I want to bring one story to the table and just discuss it and see what you think about it. Where, where from your weird framework... And you know You see this thing and, and, and so it's I'm calling it My cryptid of the week So what do you want You want to talk about The black eyed children
1: I don't know A lot about them Other than well, I, It's a
0: fairly recent one In right. terms of um, a, I listen to a, a, a
1: few podcasts One is Ted well, You've Torbich. done more research Than I have Ted Torbich Does a podcast Called The Stench of Truth Excellent podcast And he had A writer That had just Written a book About the black eyed children And that's really The first I had I'd heard of it Vaguely but I mean that that it was an actual Well you thing. were the first
0: one to introduce me to it. You were saying right. hey check this out Yeah, then, yeah. because
1: I, 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 that's actually where I heard about it on Ted's show. I didn't really go into it much more because yeah. I'm so involved in the Kennedy everyday yeah. And that. there are
0: no fucking black eyed children on the grassy knoll. That's just ridiculous.
1: Not that I know of <laughs>
0: But anyway, the black-eyed children, if you haven't seen... And it, it did kind of trend a little bit in terms of social media circles. They're basically sort of like vampires in the sense... I guess or a lot of people think they might be... They're they're these little kids see, or I didn't teenagers. Really that, but they were well, just the idea ones. that, like, they seem to be seeking your permission for entry.
1: I thought more demons, though.
0: Well, I'll tell you what some theories that are really fucked up. But the black-eyed children, they're these kids. You see, Maybe you'll see them on the side of the road, or maybe they'll come up to your house. And, and you don't necessarily notice their eyes at first. They're just little kids, and they ask, like, can I come in and use the phone, or can I come in and get something to eat, or what Isn't have Isn't the you? common denominator a that they're
1: always asking for assistance? They're, they're always, always asking, asking for asking assistance, for yes.
0: They're always asking for help. They're like the, the proverbial, you know, like the ghost girl that you meet me on the side of the road, and then you go back to her house, and then the woman comes out, and she's like, Mary's been dead for 40 years! <laughs> like that, but little kids... <laughs> But they're evil, and
1: there's no record of them. There's and there's no... yeah,
0: there's no record. Basically, <laughs> once you get to the point where you're like, yeah, maybe I will, then you notice their fucked up black eyes, and then you're like, no, I have an overbearing sense of evil, and you don't want to let them in. But maybe they're by that point, like you've already kind of opened the door, and they're like, no, let me in.
1: Isn't there a thing where you notice their eyes, but it's almost like a hypnotic effect type? Yeah, thing? Yeah, it's like where... they're trying
0: to pull something over on yeah. you. Yeah, yeah, they're, they're they're using their black eyes for black magic. Yeah. So, and and this is just it's it's sort of the. I th- I would say maybe the most recent popular cryptid, you know, in, in, the, in sort of the Bigfoot sense, the the big thing people are interested in. I don't know if they still are. They were. We have such short attention spans now. I, I can imagine we're on to the next meme. But so what do you think? What do you think about those?
1: Well, you think that I'm psychotic. Yes. So as far as urban legends or things no, this like specifically, that's it. Specifically them, I don't know. Okay, because... okay, Now, I grew up with... Originally, when I was very little, my family was Catholic. Yes. So, I've got that in my background with all of this steeped in the... Demonology
0: uh, and that sort of thing.
1: Yeah. Well, just the ritualistic Catholic church the dogma of the Catholic Church. Yes. There's nothing else like it. And I was I went through my first Holy Communion and all of that, and I was actually being, I was the one that was sent to, to Catholic school. So I was steeped in it more than my brother and sister were. But then my mother became born again. And everything was pretty much whatever she fucking wanted. So we were dragged out of the Catholic Church into the Christian Church, and but it wasn't just one church. It was literally every single day in some sort of church service, Bible study, church service, whatever. And child would, abuse is what you're saying. We would get yeah, pretty much yeah. Well yeah, at child abuse. They actually tied my brother to a table, tried to exercise the gay demons out of him. Yes. So yeah, yeah, we're talking. You're, you're talking some
0: abusive. Okay, to be fair though, those gay demons are tricky.
1: Yeah, yeah, they they can be. But when I w- when I was a young girl, I did see an apparition. So I come at this from a different angle because I know that I was awake when I saw this. I was in bed, and my light was on, and was reading, and a woman used to come into my room, and it, it was she was she wore a, like a cloak. I couldn't see a face, but I knew it was a female. I could tell it was a female. And she would sit at the edge of my bed. And the first time I ever saw her, I was scared. And I went under the covers. And then as she started coming repeatedly, she d- didn't seem to ha- want to harm me. I didn't know till recently, I was speaking with <clears throat> another man that's Andy Colvin, who writes books on Mothman, told me that this was the shrouded woman. I had never heard of this.
0: See, I, I always heard it more as the... Like, they did an X-Files episode about him when they were trying to explain where his sister went. They were called the Walk-Ins.
1: Right, And I guess they
0: were based on a real... Not a real thing, but like a real, you know... Right, sort of urban legend, and I thought that was more. the ones
1: weird. they when they they die or whatever they usher their people. Yeah, the people. Yeah,
0: people who had been sort of in abusive things. Like right, the episode where, their where, where to they go found to up all the bodies. Their... Yeah. The...
1: yeah, okay. Yeah. Apparently, I don't know who she is, and, and I haven't been able to find much about her when I looked it up online.
0: But my point is, I come at things like because the phantom that came into your room when you were a kid does not have her own blog. <laughs> Unfortunately, she doesn't do a podcast. Where each week she talks about, well, I visited this kid in a room and <laughs> fucked her life for years. She's going to be talking about this shit forever. Isn't that awesome? And by the way, I saw Olympus has fallen. And that fucking, those headshots were awesome. <laughs> now I, gotta, anyway, I, gotta fucking, I gotta fucking pop out of here and go warp another kid's mind.
1: Anyway, I come at this kind of thing from a different thing. You think it was just my brain overacting, you know, imagination or whatever. I don't necessarily think that.
0: So can these things exist? Well, like, I I saw a fucking mad scientist in Grandma's basement doing experiments on fucking Frankenstein monsters, but I'm pretty sure the walls in her house don't actually flip around or reveal lab equipment. Well,
1: actually, knowing my mom... <laughs>
0: the way that I Okay do. yeah now it's possible that her bird room is a secret lab for Frankenstein Monsters. Knowing, but, you know.
1: Know, knowing what I do about my family history, I would not be surprised if they were hiding Mangala in the basement. Yes. You know? If if my whole basement growing up was the actual housing for the project paperclip science. But
0: then again, maybe they cured cancer so you never know. Maybe, yeah. it, was, maybe it was a wash. You
1: never know. But my point for, about this, the black air, all of it, you know, aliens, whatever, people are experiencing something. These people that have these Okay, going forward, since
0: I'm going to be doing this every week, you're going to have to be more specific to the thing I'm talking about. You can't just have the same point about every cryptid every week.
1: <laughs> but you know, what I'm saying is I don't know. I've never seen a black-eyed child but people are reporting that they have. So are they, so he, you to go from this standpoint okay if you're going to be skeptical about it are they lying is everyone who says they saw these people these kids lying why for money, it doesn't make a lot of well, money. Well, maybe not
0: mine, but maybe you know? maybe like you, they saw something and they they because it's a big thing now. They go, oh, maybe that's that thing. Maybe they made the connection in their but head. But this
1: is what well, no, this is more because they, when they when they talk about it, they're saying I actually saw their eyes. This is, was the verbal exchange. There are similarities in it, just just like in the alien abductions back with Betty and Barney Hill, and you know that was the first one. But then afterwards, there were similarities with people that were saying I've been abducted and this is what happened. And they didn't know the other people. But all
0: it takes is one story to get out there and somebody to hear it and just even subconsciously have like, oh, that... And then then something similar happens and then they make the connection in their head. Oh, I think I remember hearing that. Or maybe they don't remember hearing it and they think, Maybe that's this, maybe... And then they go, the, the subject of the, the concept black eyes is in their subconscious somewhere from the story they read, and then they imagine the black eyes and that weird fucking kid that just wanted to rape them. Like,
1: well, I mean, <laughs> it's, it's, to me, it's the same thing as with the Bohemian Grove. You always say, oh, it's just a bunch of, you know... It's...
0: I think it's the richest people in the world just fucking each other in the ass. Just, w- true. I can't be gay in my normal life, so I'm gonna concoct f- this conspiracy and mystery around this place so that I can fuck another man. That's what that is.
1: No, nixon himself nixon said yeah, it's, the it's the gayest thing gayest
0: I ever i've ever seen in my now. life
1: okay now granted it All might just
0: things i respect nixon it for. might
1: just be that it might just be very wealthy people doing whatever they fucking want to do in their and yeah um, human
0: hunting and and you you know, know. yeah and yes yeah, so they'll discuss how they're gonna fuck over the little part little man but you know they do that anyway
1: but you can look at it and, and go okay well it, it, it's not very important no. to the but if they believe it, just like if a Satanist believes it, that slaughtering you is going to bring Satanists him... Satanists don't actually
0: believe that. You know? Those kind of Satanists, that's a myth. The Church of Satan isn't like that. It's more of just like a, a, a sort of randy and ego trip. It's not...
1: Well, we'll save that for another because I have lots to say about LeVay and Aquino and all of that.
0: But to me, I just, I think that they're always interesting. And just from the standpoint of...
1: Well, you almost, never said what you thought they were.
0: Almost real fiction. Well, I'm about to get to that. But almost real life fiction. Just like tall tales. Like Paul Bunn. Onion and shit, like that's our our version of that, and the fact that it's that morbid is, is awesome to me. But but and I I don't necessarily have. So a they're just the they modern
1: internet version of fake folk.
0: Well, when you talk about like when you ask me what I think they are, I think they're fake. I think it's just bullshit. I think they're just asshole kids and people with fleeting memories. So but, do you
1: think? Oh no, wait a minute. Do you think that this kind of became a thing, and that, that there are actual kids pretending to do this? <laughs> not like,
0: necessarily well maybe but not necessarily you think that they're putting not, black
1: contacts in not and to going the extent, around and, well
0: maybe but not to the extent that that's what started the whole thing I don't think but, because you but could, that might be perpetuating it now We
1: could. I mean how easy is it to get black contacts
0: very I could yeah
1: I don't see why it couldn't be like a no. punked thing no know? I mean
0: again but I don't necessarily think that's what started like a bunch of kids just said hey let's make them invent this thing but but I was in doing my research I just wanted to talk about this and this is just something else I wanted to discuss so you were talking about end times philosophy and crazy religious shit I went on YouTube and was looking at black-eyed children, and I found my new favorite YouTube channel. It's called Prophecy in the News. And it's a talk show. And I found it because they had one episode in The Black Eyed Children. And basically what it is is like how everything in your framework comes back to Kennedy and that conspiracy. Yeah. Where it's not a supernatural thing. It's just spooks right. and that's... CIA spooks as opposed to ghost spooks. Their framework is the end times. So it's all like bringing it back to like the supernatural elements of the Bible. Mm-hmm. And so they'll talk about Bigfoot and shit and, you know, N- and all that shit, but explaining it as like The Black Eyed Children to them are the Nephilim, these demons that are the front line of... Satan's War Against Humanity are creating human hybrids with black eyes as the the vanguard. And it's like fucking, it's insane and it's awesome to watch. Just see the it mind of madness.
1: Me, it would seem to me that if they were were creating for some reason these things, oh, the black eyes is kind of a giveaway. Yeah, I you mean, th- you think you it would cut the
0: plan. I, yeah. You you know, know, you know, I'm, I'm pretty sure you might be a demon vanguard of an <laughs> invasion force. I don't know. I, I don't mean, think I should trust this. Yeah. You know, I think it's cool. It's an interest of mine. But yeah, you can never get to me where it's like, well, what do you think it is? I think it's bullshit. But it's it's really cool bullshit. Just like I like movies about time travel. Time travel isn't a thing, but I still like the concept. All right. So so to to wrap up, to end this, and this is probably going to be our last segment, I call it horrible hypotheticals. It's not always going to be connected to what we talk about. Sometimes it'll just be random, but th- this one it is. And my question is, if you encountered a black-eyed children or a black-eyed child or a group of black-eyed children... Or just say you hey, you have that experience. You're on the ro- side of the road. Kids on the side of the road. You decide to stop. Or would you even decide to stop for the first time?
1: Well, you know me with all the kids in the neighborhood. No, I've you're you're, the, out, you're on the
0: highway. It's like you I'd be taking kid and you're out ice like,
1: pops. I, I don't know.
0: Okay, so you see a kid. Let's say, for the sake of argument, you do stop because mm-hmm. it's like you're you're in the middle of nowhere. It's like there's no way he can walk to wherever he's going right. and not pass out. So you stop. You get to that point. You open the. They're, they're and kind I really was be
1: my inclination. At if what I'm
0: point do you suspect stop. this is a fucking black-eyed child? What well, at what point do you go? Let me look at your fucking eyes, kid. Well,
1: I don't know. I mean, at what point do I suspect? I mean, you're just asking me what I would do if I if I saw a kid on the side of the road. It would depend on on when. Like if it's like the middle of the night. I'd be going, what's the fucking kid doing on the side of Middle the road? No, it's,
0: it's, it's you noon know? Noonish. New,
1: okay, if it's noonish and I see some kid... Yeah, I would stop. You'd stop. I would stop and, and, you know... Okay,
0: but you wouldn't necessarily look him in the eye. You're like, hey, kid. And you're like, kind of looking away because you're paying attention to your bullshit. Jody Arias' shit is on the radio or you're doing yeah. your makeup or whatever. As women do when they drive. And then... that's <laughs> <laughs> all women do when they drive. And then the kid's like, oh, let me in the car. Let me in the car. And then all of a sudden you look over from doing your makeup in the mirror. And you're like... Wait, Did I just see black eyes? What do you do that? What do you do then? Do you go fuck no? You're a black-eyed child. Go fuck yourself. Oh well, yeah, I wouldn't let them in. Do you go like nope, not letting you hypnotize me and turn your head away, or do you or do you go like maybe I just saw I was seeing things?
1: No, I wouldn't let them in. So I, the minute I don't you let see the black eyes, the
0: minute you see the black eyes, you don't let them in. Yeah,
1: I don't. I wouldn't let them in. Fuck that shit.
0: Okay, but let's say you don't see the black eyes at first. You let them in the car, and then you see them, but it's you're halfway down the road. What do you do? Do you do you careen the car off the side of the road? You're never getting to whatever your mission is.
1: Well, oh, no. In that in that case, if I had already let them in the car and I was unaware, I would get myself out of the car. So you
0: would just leap out of the car. I'd leave
1: my fucking car, yeah.
0: Just from the black eyes. It could just be like I've got a birth defect. I have black <laughs> eyes. It's called blue blue syndrome, and I'm a perfectly normal human being. But now you've killed me in your car after you tried to help me. I what didn't the fuck, lady? <laughs> I, I know the internet meme, but that's fucking... <laughs> uh, you don't think I get that shit every day? Come on, man. <laughs>
1: I didn't now say I'm I would dead. kill them. I said I would stop the car, and I would personally get out of the car and leave them in the car.
0: So now you've given this kid your car. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> no, I guess my my blah blah syndrome is... Everything's coming up black-eyed kid. <laughs> I just needed to ride to the fucking general store to call my my dad... Who just hates his life because his son has black (laughs) eyes and everybody fucking just... Feel well, no, so sorry
1: for him. You, you, now, first off, okay, I have seen movies. I grew up on on drive-in movies. I grew up on movies like All the Kind Strangers. Okay, did you ever see it with Robbie Benson? No. It, it, okay, well, it, it, uh, that's how that starts. This this Stacy Keach is in it, and he's driving. He's convertible down this country. He's a photographer, yeah. and he's driving down this this he country. Of little kids. He's driving down this country road, and there's this little boy walking with all these bags, and he stops and he says, "Let me give you a ride." You know, and that was back when kids still got in people's
0: cars. (laughs) And that's the thing. You're more the bad guy in this scenario (laughs) than the kid. Get in my car, little black-eyed kid. You want some candy? Let me see if you're black down below. What do little black-eyed kids eat anyway? Do they have little black balls?
1: anyway so Stacey, the kid gets in and he drives down he's like where do you live and he's driving him down through these woods and all these things then he gets to this house and john savage is the oldest brother oh, like to... john savage is the oldest brother it's called all the kind strangers yeah. and robbie benson is in, and then they've got all these kids but no parents and it turns out these the parents have died and these kids have been kidnapping like adults to, to get and like so they've got a woman there that they've kept trapped to be their parents oh okay and so, yeah. So, now, is it like
0: supernatural or are they just fucked up kids?
1: No, they're just fucked up kids. Oh. And they like, they they kill the people that try to get away. They They've killed people.
0: Okay, now let's say this. Let's say... The prophecy and the news people are right, and this is a demon-human hybrid with hypnotic powers who has some sort of nefarious okay. mission. Well,
1: first off, that's all bullshit. I don't, anything that comes from any kind of religious dogma... Okay, let's
0: say it's an alien-human you know. hybrid with some kind of nefarious mission. It's in your car, you're driving, and it never just crosses your mind to go, I'll just help him out and get him out of my car. You immediately leap out of the car.
1: I would leap out of the car, because, yeah... But you're
0: like, I- I'm never gonna let you use me to... Well, further well, your goals. well, now you're
1: going from the standpoint that I have the knowledge that I have now that, that I am aware. No, I'm of just these. saying. I'm
0: just saying. You're driving down the road, and suddenly this fucking kid looks over you with his black eyes and goes, "I'm a fucking alien human hybrid, and now you're gonna take me to Dairy Queen because apparently that's <laughs> where." The fucking mothership comes down and we're going to destroy the planet from there. Nothing even crosses your mind to go, like, I'll just, fuck, I'll get him to Dairy Queen and buy him a cone. No. <laughs> and no, I'm not going
1: to. No, nothing. No. Uh, no, I would stop. See,
0: I Self-preservation for me is. But nothing, that not even like the fear of, like, well, what if he has, like, mind powers and he blows up my head? What first all, why do they need cars in the first place? Are none of these people of driving age? Are they all that young that they need?
1: Well, is it, it's not just car. Uh,
0: no. Sometimes it's, it's houses, too. It's, it's,
1: it's. They've had they've come up to people I think just walking on the street and oh. said they need some kind of help because <clears throat> they always then. need some they they need some kind of help but they always say like if, to not let them in for some reason something happens if you let them in
0: well I don't think they've ever had anything any semblance of what happens when they let them in because nobody wants to let them in because they have fucking black eyes because they have blobby blah syndrome so you're completely selfless you're not, you're never gonna succumb to fear and help this kid out for your, to save your own life. I don't... You're never going to do the proverbial I'll suck your dick if you don't kill me thing. No. Where you're like... Oh,
1: hell no. Well, obviously
0: you wouldn't be sucking a kid's dick unless you were the prototypical predator...
1: I, I think I grew up different than you did. I I mean, I had knowledge of evil things that people would do together. I'm not scared of too many things. But I'm not
0: talking about regular so, old evil. I'm talking about supernatural. If I was faced with supernatural evil, I, I, I have no this, frame they, of reference for but this. See, I, yeah, I've yes, i ne- yes, exactly, will do whatever but I've, that.
1: I've, never, I've lived 52 years and I've never experienced it. I've never experienced it. Other than that, the, the shrouded woman, whatever. She, but she was no threat to me. Now there, I experienced that. Experienced something supernatural. Now initially i was scared i was like what the fuck and i just crawled under the covers and i screamed and my mother did run into the room and then she was gone but then she she would appear again and successive times that she appeared i did not for some reason feel a threat
0: then you explained to her like a strange woman was in my room i think i saw her we gotta get those gay, lesbian demons out of here. We can our church.
1: <laughs> no, my mother did at that time. She was, she did have the house like blessed and stuff because she thought that she she used to have the house. She had sort of black-eyed
0: children coming to her door. She thought
1: they were demons. She used to wake up with night terrors and think that people were attacking
0: her. Black-eyed children. So anyway, I have no way to end this show. This is just it's gonna peter out. We have, we have everything. We have talked about everything. Is there anything more you want to talk about? No. Nope. So. That was the first episode of our podcast, which I guess we're still calling "Stop or My Mom Will Podcast" because. And no now one... you
1: understand why, because no... it goes on and on and <laughs> no on. No one's and around
0: on. to to tell us anything better. Well, originally it was going to be called "This Is What I Have to Live With," because but...
1: this is what I have to live with.
0: Then we went on an ill-fated trip to Applebee's and came up with a new title. I don't know I like it. What do you think?
1: That's fine. Works so, for me. So,
0: how was your first experience? As a professional podcaster.
1: I liked it. I think it was good. I think we, running on long, we might want to uh, not formulate it more, but just have more...
0: Well, I'm going to edit it. We might down. need a Nate. <laughs> so like, Yes, yes, that's the thing. Because my original thought, if you haven't listened to our other podcast, Dirty Sons of Pitches, Nate Zobel is sort of the professional one who directs it and edits it, and I didn't think I would be necessarily as anal as he is about the editing, or, you know, the fact that he puts, you know, shit up his ass all the time, but... <laughs> Always having random objects up his ass, or Nate. But I didn't think so, but I don't know. Considering how many, just how many pauses and ums, I might. I might have to be. I might have to follow his lead. I don't know. But anyway, that was our first show, and hopefully there will be many. And you're probably not going to listen after you listen to this one, but (laughs) we're going to still do it anyway. So that was it. Thank you, and goodbye. Do you want to have any parting words? Nope, goodbye. This is what I have to live with. This is what... Well, that's not even the title anymore. That was going to be the end. <laughs> and now now it makes no sense.
1: I think it should be our sign-off.
0: Beware of black-eyed children. <laughs> and goodbye, everybody.